Wrestling fans, listen up. This is Effie from, you know, wrestling and the internet. It's CBV, Chris Van Vliet. It's Aubrey Edwards, referee at All Elite Wrestling. This is Old Master, the Southern Psycho, king of the trailer court. I poke God. It's the God of shit, Nick fucking Gage. Swoggle here, and this is the episode we've been waiting for. You're tuned in to Action Figure Weekly with Dylan Housen and Jerry Dan. So check out the podcast, AFW Podcast. Hello, figure fans, and welcome back to another exciting edition of Action Figure Weekly. I'm your host, Jerry Damage Cook, the Trouble Accountant. Accountant? Yeah, we're leaving. Words are hard. Take a shot. It's a shoot after midnight here, so you know, I'm gonna take a swig of this working man real quick. Sherry, is that vodka in that water bottle? It it is not, but uh, that voice you hear is my co-host, the Deathmatch Brewmaster, Dylanhausen. Dylanhausen, how are you, sir? Boy, howdy! I'm hanging in there. This uh, this Louisiana heat is it's something. It is. I hate using the word oppressive, but it is oppressive. But you know, that's what you you get uh, for living in crocodile country. We get uh, we get oppressive heat. We get terrible government. We get insane violent crime. Why does anyone live here? I I, I ask myself this all the time. Although uh, apparently God did teach the Cajun science because you're getting a new HVAC unit. Is that right? I uh, you know what it is on the way. I, I do believe that it is coming with all of the speed of a uh, zombie sailor pre-order. Uh, <laughs> my, my <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. So, but you know, well played. I, I get up in my attic uh, yesterday. We're recording on a Tuesday. This is uh, I did this Monday, and I, I Clark Griswolded myself. Uh, went to get you know climb up the ladder, and the attic ladder decides it wants to pick up a little bit, and the bottom section folds under. Uh, I'm going through all of this to get the the model number for to you know send off to see what we need replaced. Like, all right, what what unit do we need? And it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get the price on the unit. We'll be ready to pull the trigger. But you know, go through all that. Get stuck in the attic. My my dad, thank God, is working ten minutes down the road. Has a key. Comes it gets me out of out of my attic where I was stranded for thirty minutes out of some just real National Lampoon's vacation style shit. <laughs> and and wouldn't you know I still don't have a price on the unit 24 hour, you know actually we're probably closing on 36 hours later yeah there you go uh, so we're we're moving we're moving right along at the speed of you know what I'm I'm not I'll say we're right at the speed of the uh, the cella now whatever the hell they are uh Sabu I, I might get it sometime by Chinese New Year but it's coming Wait. right when it comes it comes when it comes it comes it's the more than just a catchphrase, man. It's a way of life. So, but yeah. yes, in short, they have taught the Cajun science. We have found a way to um, put air conditioning in the helmets for LSU football. That's something. It's amazing what uh, Cajuns can do when they sober up. Exactly. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned uh, vodka there in that. No, but. Um, we went to a gathering um, for my wife's friends, 
Gathering of the Juggalos? Something whoop, like whoop. that. Um, Juggalos and Juggalos. And um, whoop, whoop. They, one of them, he's brought this uh, drink before that he makes. And uh, I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's basically like um, vodka, simply limeade, and Kool-Aid. Real simple, right? I mean, yeah, really yeah. like, and so just tastes like, tastes like Kool Aid. I, you know, I do not like the taste of liquor. Um, you make it taste like Kool Aid, though. <laughs> and I was like, I can drink this, man. Like, okay. So anytime I can we get together, feel the hangover just thinking about that. No, I, I, I mean, I have like two drinks, not two drinks of it, but two glasses of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, moderate sized glass, not like you know big glasses. And. um you know, I'm fine to drink two trash stuff. cans I'm... worth of it. <laughs> yeah. And I never, I don't really feel much, you know, you cherry get... broke edge. Yeah. So I think I, I don't know if I have a high tolerance or not because I've never tested it. So I don't know. Um, but you know, I, I asked, uh, for this gathering and stuff. I was like, Hey, is he bringing that? And this was like Saturday night. We were all hanging out Sunday and, uh, they were, he, he was like, no, I, I hadn't planned on it. He said, if you want it, I'll, I'll drive over to Kroger and get the stuff for it. And I was like, no, it's like I've got to run out anyway. So I was like, I was like, send me the recipe, <laughs> you know. And literally, it's like uh, take a take a thing of limeade, pour out a little bit, uh, put Kool Aid in, shake it up, and then pour vodka in to fill it up, and that's it. I was like, okay, I can I can't fuck this up, right? Um, so I you made, don't have to uh, be a professional to make made that. one in purple Gatorade or purple not Gatorade, purple uh, Kool Aid. Made one in uh, fruit punch, and Ooh. they were delicious. So. I bet you got some people put to another level. I'm a, you know, I'm a mixologist now. Look, man, I made a, uh, I made a hard seltzer. Uh, this has been four or five <clears> months ago swill. at this point. Made a hard seltzer, came out to nine and a half ish percent, somewhere in that ballpark. I forget the exact. I know it was over nine, and it was not quite ten, but it was enough where people were looking at it and going like seriously and it was uh i used cherry limeade kool-aid mix and then i actually like back sweetened with sugar so it tasted i mean it tasted like you carbonated cherry limeade kool-aid and it was like 10 percent alcohol and it was just knocking people down at one of these beer festivals and uh yeah you make it taste like kool-aid i'd, I'd probably probably be like damn i like that i'm not gonna send you the recipe i don't want you to have a problem <clears throat> it is I, I can't have it in my house. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, Damn, I'm this tastes like my, this tastes like childhood. Why my is my face drink. red? <laughs> Man, it just, the nostalgia hits you, and then all of a sudden you're feeling loose. And I was like, no, nope, this is too dangerous. I can't own this. There is some some brewery made a beer, and the uh, the. It's like some, some, they've got a series of these like crazy kind of flavored beers, but one of them's supposed to taste like Ecto Cooler. And I bought a single can because I know if I get a four pack, it, it's over with. So I bought the single so I can taste it and not just like start slamming down this drink of my childhood. Oh, baby. So, yeah. Uh, so, how was your week? Outside of getting trapped in your sweaty head. I was about to say, outside of my Clark Griswold moment. Uh, you know, I, I just got in. We were talking last week 
Uh, I, I don't know if we talked about him on air or all, I think it was off air, but there was uh, somebody in the major pod group that does figure photography. Is it Warzone wrestling? Was yes. WZW. Yeah. I forget the guy's name, but I mean, he's, um, he does. John Man. Harrelson, I think is who it is. That sounds right. I mean, it is fantastic figure photography, but the cool thing he does is like for all of the, um, all of the crowd, it's, it's all figures that are like in that six, seven inch scale in street clothes. And I'm, I'm looking back through, cause I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this guy's stuff. And I'm, I'm scrolling through his most recent post and I see that he's got two figures, uh, like it, in the crowd that stuck out to me and it was fully articulated Jay and silent Bob. And so I went down the rabbit hole. I think the whole time we were recording last week, I'm, I'm digging through eBay and Amazon. And I finally found, I finally found the ones I was after and they just arrived today. So I haven't got to open them up yet, but the diamonds, I think it's diamond select toys, diamond toys. Yeah. Diamond select DST. And they, uh, the, <clears throat> the two of them, if you get the, you have to get the two because you can't separate the hetero life mates, but they together have a backdrop that is the RST video. Oh, that's so, cool. So that's going to be a part of my desk display now. And, uh, it'll also make it funnier that anytime I do, uh, figure photography, Jay and Silent Bob are just going to be loitering in the background just as you do. And then, uh, also Monday, uh, the way that I decompressed from my Clark Griswold experience was, uh, I, I sat down and I've had, I've got stacks of the AEW, uh, upper deck cards. And I decided, you know what, let's see, I want to, I want to complete the, the base set just one through 100 for both years. And so I just started sorting through cards and turns out I was, I thought I was three cards away when I placed my order on eBay. I was actually two cards away. And at that so broski moment, when I pick up the stack of the like leftover base cards, the one that I was looking for was at the top of the stack. Heard it slid it into the binder. But I, uh, I'm waiting on the magazine MJF from mm-hmm. 2021 and the uh, base set Penta. Because for some reason I didn't have Penta. I had a hologram uh, Penta or holographic Penta, but I'm I'm not counting that in the base set. I'll move that to my little like I made a couple pages after just like the little hits, little extra stuff that I don't I don't plan on just going full complete. I just wanted the base. So whenever that base Penta comes in, I'll swap it and it'll be set, and I'll have a set of 2021, 2022. Uh, base cards for AEW. So I figure not something that's worth a lot of money, but to me it's a really cool thing because it's been a company that I've been a fan since day one. I, I remember pacing my apartment, waiting on them to drop the BTE episode where they ended up announcing All Elite Wrestling. So it, you know, this it's cool. It's a It's a fun little piece of history for me. Very cool, very cool. Um, what else did I pick up? I've got a. I will have a busy tomorrow. Yeah. Um, 
my Rick Steiner coming is coming in. Uh, so, you know, spare your feelings about Rick Steiner and the type of person he may or may not be. Uh, this is probably his only Mattel release. <laughs> so, probably. I did. Uh, I did hear that apparently like he, uh, you know, he made his apologies and stuff, but like, and depend, you know, whatever you think, but like Giselle Shaw, like refused to be in the room. And I'm like, I, you know what? I kind of get it. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, he totally, you know, like, yeah, cool, he apologized and stuff. Um, like, at least he didn't double down he, like some sort of asshole, but, like, the damage was kind of already done. So, he better, I, I don't know how, he got damn lucky, okay? And I, obviously, up front, I want to say what he did was stupid. Stupid um, as shit. You know, horrific, I mean, not... I don't know if it's horrific, but it's really dumb and it's definitely and, messed up. I don't I like messed it, up. Yeah, he he and didn't physically no assault anyone, but like as messed up as you can get with just words. There's no place for that. I think he's right up to the line of like the most messed up you so, can get verbally. Yeah, yeah. So he he definitely went over the line. Oh yeah, should never have said any of those things. Even if he thinks someone has had, just don't don't say it. Yeah, just loud. keep your mouth shut. Nobody uh, needs to know. So all that aside. Where was I going with this? He got you. Said, he did get lucky. I, that's what you're saying. Is he got yes, lucky. Yes, okay. I, I think we've talked about no, this before. That there's he, no video footage of it. Yes. Um, because all that they had was her post, and she doesn't have a huge. I mean, she's got followers, but she doesn't have like a massive following, and it did not go viral. He he didn't um, do this to was, someone with the following of like one of the top tier like Logan Paul or something. Yeah, but also there's no video. If there had been video of it, I think that would have helped it go farther. And so uh, yeah. no video plus her, you know, not having a a mega you know huge online following, I think kind of helped him in that regard. I mean, he got and lucky then there. Also, and, it know, being it being WrestleMania weekend. Was it Mania Weekend or was it SummerSlam? Mm. It was one of the major shows. I want to say it was Mania. Mania Weekend because, like, it happened, but there was so much. It was Mania because it was there was so much going yeah. on that, like, I mean, By I Monday, remember it was kind of. I was reading about it on uh, Squared Circle, like on Reddit, as like everything was coming out, and I was like, "Oh, this is about to be." This is about to be bad. Like this has got ramifications, not just for him, but for for Braun. And thankfully, Braun it got away from any of this. Like it kind of unscathed because, like, yeah, he, I don't. He didn't say he didn't all. say any dumbass things about you know. Like he he kind of just kind of kept his mouth shut and kept doing what he's doing because like he's he's been great. Like I'm, I haven't been massively invested in NXT, but what I've seen from him, he's great. Seems like a promising career. Like, seems like a good dude. You know, look, just don't punish the son for the sins of the father, kind of thing. But man, did did Rick Steiner has got to be praying to whatever God he believes in, saying thank you that nobody got that on video, and then it happened on WrestleMania weekend because he could just—I mean, he could be one of those names we don't talk about anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So. um but all that aside, that figure does look good. Yeah, all that aside, though, you know. Other than that, Miss Lincoln. I, I have a hard, fast rule that, you know, um, pretty much anybody who you were a fan of probably have done some bad stuff somewhere along the way. So, 
you've got to decide where that line is that somebody's going to do something. And, uh, you know, that that's the line where you, you stop supporting that person and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, and it, for me personally, I, I realized that <laughs> just don't condone any of their actions like that. But there's a line that like at some point, everybody has crossed a line mm-hmm. and done something stupid. Uh, like I met Hogan, who's, you know, childhood hero. Hogan done some dumb shit, you know, like <laughs> Hogan said some pretty messed up shit this day, but yeah. So, I mean, you know, where's that's what I, I hate about somebody who cancels like one person and they're like, I'm going to go support this other product. Well, that other product's got people who've done some stupid shit too. So, you know, it, it's like not getting into politics and stuff, but both sides have idiots. Mm-hmm. And it, I hate it whenever somebody's like, well, this side does all the stupid, your side does some dumb shit too. Both right. Democrats do it and Republicans do it. Both sides have great ideas. Both sides have pretty horrible people on both sides, though. And it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And that's what I hate is whenever somebody's like, my side's good. No, your side's got some criminals in it, you know? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, both sides so have... The, the, the place that I love it the most is when it gets to, like, professional sports. Yeah. My God. So, like, I'm a, you know, I, I'm... I'm in the SEC and I'm in the NFC South as far as my fandoms go. Like the the Saints, uh, you know, the, and LSU. If if somebody that is a rival has a player get arrested, it doesn't matter if 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 he didn't do it. It doesn't matter if it was he he was arrested as a misunderstanding or things cool. That stuff will get brought up until that man dies. But if your team has a player do something like that, you don't know what you're, you don't know what anyone's talking about. Like. Uh, yeah, the the one that screams up to mind for me was uh was Jordan Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He was caught in a it was in a it was a fight. There was a whole ordeal, but he I mean like it was it was a real issue. And when he was playing good, we didn't talk about it. It was just like oh yeah, no, jo- Jefferson's looking real good right now. And it's but the second that he was playing terribly, like well he should never been on the field to begin with. He should be in jail. I did I don't I don't understand. <laughs> what people are willing to overlook and not overlook, it astounds me. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's there. People will continue to support. Yes. I mean, that's why, you know, but I am excited to get the figure in. Um, I don't know how many more, if any more, will get made for Rick. Um, at least not until he comes out and does um, the right thing and makes public apologies and stuff. And it sounds like he's not done that as of yet, but hopefully <laughs> maybe Braun or Scott would cock some sense into him and be like, dude, just do this. It, it'll be Braun. Do you really, do you really think Scott's going to be, be the one? Not going to be Scott. Maybe not. But, go, compl- uh, go, go apologize to these fat bastards. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, but that's coming in. Uh, the bloodline gets completed with solo coming in. Ooh. Um, what else? Is, uh, my, the rest of the pieces from my build a figure, Mr. Perfect Consultant comes in. It's a busy day. Busy day. Good day. Oh, I almost forgot too. I, I today I also got in uh the two cans of the major pot IPA. Did you uh, try it yet or is it just not not yeah. yet. They're in my fridge, so like you know, they got interesting to got... hear your, your professional opinion. We'll do it next week. Uh, I'll I'll do it live on the uh, live on the air. That'll be the yeah, first time I drink one next week. So I'm kinda because uh, I I will I say respect your professional opinion in this one. Full disclosure: 
when I saw the, what the style was, the hop choice that they used, and then the fact that they added lactose, I'm confused. I'm intrigued, but I'm also like my bullshit meters kind of clicking. Uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll I'll give an honest opinion. I, that part of me, part of me, really wants it to be good. The other part of me really wants to be like, all right, hold on a second. But uh, we'll see. I'll I'll definitely crack one open next week. They're sitting in my fridge, getting cold. You know, of all the hop choices they made, I like the hop choices. I don't know how I feel about putting lactose in it. It's not a style that you want sweetness, but we'll see. I will give my official verdict next week. <clears throat> um, also got this little thing. <laughs> I had to. The greatest rival of Matt that Cardona. Is... That is a raccoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is a um, Thai beanie boo little raccoon. Uh, saw that, and I was kind of thinking, I was like, man, it's like, I'd like to get some little plush raccoon. But I haven't really found any. Um, and then there was just one today, and I was like, you know what? Okay. So I have a raccoon now. For <laughs> Why? Man, I don't know. <laughs> uh, somebody in the Major Pie group, and I... I'm gonna butcher like the 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 real details of it. But he's talking about like his his I want to say it was his two daughters, who both have these like these great careers and everything, and they're talking about all these all all the fantastic things they're doing in their career. And then it gets to him, and he's like, "All right, so Matt Cardona loses his cat," and I was laughing so hard at that post because like I I think that night I was just like scrolling Facebook laughing at it. And I had to explain to my wife, like why I was laughing so hard. She knows who Matt is. She watches wrestling. She's not like hardcore to the indie stuff like I am, but like we watch dynamite every, every Wednesday we watch all the pay-per-views, whatever she she's in it. And so I've tried to like, yeah. And I've showed her the video of him, like releasing the raccoon and freaking out and everything. The visual that Myers put out there, uh, it, it put in my head of like, I just see like the raccoon paw, like slowly sinking under the water. And I picture it being like that, like the hand sinking into the lava from Terminator. Mm. How we haven't gotten that photoshopped in the group yet of all the photoshops I've seen. There was the, you know, somebody did the, uh, the <laughs> Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. It was, it was, it was uh, Cardona doing the super kick and the raccoons like flying off the boat. There's so many of them, but we never just got the raccoon paw like sinking into the water. <clears throat> yeah, so I need to get uh, some actual like raccoon figure now. Yeah, There's got to be like a, some sort of one twelfth scale. Oh, there is. Yeah. Um, also got in this. So I've now actually um, I will have completed Ultimate Eighteen. Because I got in the Randy Orton. So, set's Aww. done. Set's done. Uh, I guess we're going to talk about this now, aren't we? Yeah. I get, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about it. Um, I don't know what happened with this fucking thing. <laughs> I really Dude, I, I, I keep looking for answers and ending up with more questions. Yeah, I just know that something happened. Um, I think some people know what happened. I think. Matt well, doesn't know, but it's not their. Place I think to Matt tell. knows, but he can't say because somebody, uh, somebody posted about like the, their speculation that was with fanatics getting involved in merchandising. Yeah, and Matt's like, no, that's not. And, and he's just like, straight up, you're wrong. And I, I think I even saw somebody comment like, 
okay, well, what happened? And then just silent. Oh, he's not. Yeah, it's not. His he can't though, say, so he's not going to. But it'll probably I'm, leak out. Because, um, I mean, if if he can say, he'll be the first person to do it. But if he can't, he's going to keep it. You know, he's going to keep it to himself unless you get him drunk at a uh, major pot event. Yeah, now that could be <laughs> could be where it uh, leaks out at. Um, or Couple Kyle major Peterson IPAs will, in his Kyle blood. Peterson will post a conspiracy video. Uh, blowing it up. You know what it's really broke my heart was with the uh with the the post happened and there's all the comments that we didn't get Kyle Peterson with the uh the Jesse Ventura. He may no, he's got a video out on. Well, but he, he always anytime it. any of those happen like he ends up commenting that same picture of Jesse Ventura and he's wearing the tie-dye Jimi Hendrix shirt with the jacket over it and he's got his hands out. Yeah. He actually it, did a video of it though and that's the the clip is that, you know. So uh, I haven't watched that video yet for him. Uh, love Kyle Peterson though. His stuff. Oh is, man, his his stuff's great. His stuff is great. If you if there ever there's a figure where I'm like, man, it's like I'm on the fence about it. You know, how does it stack up? How does it compare to this? Uh, watch his reviews, and he he will have it compared, um, you know, scale wise and everything like that. Compared to look how it looks for you know whatever you want it to display next to, and he's he's on top of it. His channel is really great to follow. Oh, definitely. Um. Let's see what else am I getting? But that Randy Orton, by the way, uh, Ultimate Randy Orton. Uh, man, probably the best Randy Orton we've ever gotten. Um, I am a little do bummed a that we didn't get like the the yeah they talk. I think they talked about it on the pod like we couldn't get the interchangeable heads of different eras. Yeah, well, because the gear is very. I think it's the gear. It's like specific. Like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we could have probably gotten a you know three and one Randy, but ultimates are pretty much though like one particular thing. Like they really don't have a lot of, we have multiple heads and hands and, uh, you know, some but, cases arms and stuff for them, but they're not Orton, really like different Orton eras. Is, stuff. I mean, like it's more of an for, elite scale for years. He's worn like, you know, it's, it's the black, it's the black trunks. It's the black knee pads, the black boots, you know, like, Everything looks kind of the same. It's just like what is facial hair and like whatever merch shirt or vest or whatever. So I mean he would have been a guy that would have that like to me Yeah, but these tights are I don't know what he meant them from. Um it looks like they're just black knee pads and stuff, but there's not like there's RKO like etched into them. Mm. Uh there's a very intricate design on his tights and stuff, but it's like it's the black on black, so you can't really see it until you get it like in hand and kind of look at it. But Right. Um yeah, I, it's got the cloth vest. Uh, you know, I I think it's it's amazing. I love it. But I thought it'd be a good figure when I saw it. I was like, yes. But then, okay, what's nineteen? Yeah, I, I haven't we already seen twenty, but we haven't seen nineteen. Yeah, so nineteen's f- fucking coming out. And we don't. Have well, nineteen was probably going to be all macho man. Oops, all macho <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Now we got the Crunchberry embargo. We can't have all, all Crunchberries anymore. No, no yeah. Macho Man for you. So we'll see what happens. Um, that is, is that Thursday when that panel is? Look, so We're so I took Tuesday I took the jab at uh so. I took the jab at Zombie Sailor earlier. Can we admit the? And I think it might be the smoothest, coldest shit that he could ever pulled. He announced. 
his retro of that Macho Man like the day after they cancel the yeah. the ultimate same attire. It was smooth as silk, man. And I cannot wait for that figure to come out. If if that figure is in line with the quality of everything I've seen come out of that heels and faces line, that's going to be like front of my retro display. Yeah, he. Uh, I still need to get the Matt and Brian. They're out there on my list. I do too. To get, but I got he Dan re-released them, and I think I missed that. I did. Yeah, but I've got Dan Housen sitting here, and I love it. I think it's one of the. You look at it and stuff, man. And like my brother's got, um, right now he's got a full set, but I think he's eventually getting ready to kind of start picking and choosing because there's so much. Um, <coughs> but he's got a full I've, set. I've of got that. Uh, I've got that gauge coming. Yeah, I, I cannot wait for that freaking gauge. Um, but my brother's got a full set of Hasbro's, full set of mm-hmm. retros, full set of Chellas, full set of zombies. Um, you know, so he's he's got them all like. Any retro style, he's got everything 100%. Uh, oh, he's got the Hastels in, Ahmed and stuff, you know, so gotta it's always nice KWKs to go KWKs in. Mm, I think he is. Uh, my nephew just turned uh, 10, and I think he'll graduate from college before those KWKs come in, probably. So, uh, you know. Don't worry, more artwork coming soon. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. But, anyways, um, so anytime he gets, you know, there's new retros come out and stuff, my brother gets them in and I'll, I'll go over to his house and, uh, you know, it's really good to compare all those and stuff. Um, you know, so seeing the zombies and stuff, I was blown away how good they were. Um, and I give Mitch from Hassle Toys, man, the smoke train, horrible. <laughs> it is not good. Uh, Ahmed, though, when I looked at it, I was like, this is pretty good. This is better than the cellos and stuff, I think. I think his... So I think it's zombie, and then I think that uh, Mitch is right there with him on some of these. And, you know, the men on a mission uh, look pretty good. The Duke the Dumpster Drossy looks good. Savio looks good. Um, Henry Godwin and Phineas Godwin, you know, they look really good too. I mean, um, I I think zombie does make better figures, but the lineup and the roster that Mitch has is better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, for this, I mean, uh, when I think of Hasbro, it's like, this is the roster that I would have picked. It's pretty much like all the guys that Mitch is signing. Right. Um, not, you know, the ones that, you know, here's uh, Kevin Sullivan from 1975. <laughs> Who can, You know, I that's not a Hasbro. I mean, you know. What did you think of a uh, zombie getting uh, Bruce Lee? Uh, I think it's cool. Uh, something unique. I mean, not something that I'll get. Uh, I think it's really cool, and you know, I'm, I'm sure the opportunity came up for him to go do that and get that, and you know, why not take a shot in the dark at it? So, I, I think it's uh, a cool concept. I yeah, it I is. don't I think know. he's universal enough. Yeah, um, which I, like they talked about on the major pub with the the Muhammad Ali, yeah, uh, San Diego Comic Con. Like you'll you may lose some of your like wrestling. Like ah, I'm not sure if I need this, but you will pick up enough casuals that it kind of balances mm. or people that are just fans of, you know, Ali or Bruce Lee or, that will kind of, <clears throat> it'll balance out the wrestling yeah, fans. You're, you're Ali not going to get out on Friday. And that's it's a, a two up. pack, isn't it? It's the, uh, it is. it's it's the referee, referee and, and the boxer. Boxing. 
when I'm splitting it with my brother, he's taking the ref and I'm taking the boxer. Um, I, I did not think that I would have had um, Muhammad Ali in my fig fed, but hey, here we go. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, I will have the main event of a pay per view will be Ric Flair versus Muhammad Ali for the belt. You know. Um, and you better believe Muhammad Ali and Hulk Hogan will be tag team champions at some point. That's that's <laughs> going to happen too. Uh, so I yeah I'm I'm kind of excited, man, because he Muhammad Ali is a uh, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, okay. No, so that's the reason. Like he's I don't know how I never knew that. Yeah, he's from that's where he was from, and I never met him or anything like that. But um, you know, but he is from Louisville, so there's that Kentucky connection. You know, we have a, another famous person from Kentucky besides Hibbley Jim, so it's always good. Hibbley Jim mean, and uh, Hibbley Jim is all you need. Pretty much, I need to get that elite at some point because I don't think we're getting any more. <laughs> so <laughs> I probably need to track down the other one. Yeah, people aren't exactly uh, clamoring for another Hibbley Jim. No, I'll get him at some point. But. He'll uh, he'll just put down a forty-five minute. Uh, Hall of Fame speech in That's your figure. Best fed. speech of all time. What are you talking about? How dare you? It was one of those speeches where, like, I'm listening to it and I, I was, was on really the edge of my seat the entire I time. was, I was really enjoying it at first, and I was like, man, he's he's you know he's he's funny. He's connected with this crowd, and I was just like, okay, he's kind of going a little long. Oh God, he's still going. It's in a box somewhere. He's uh, still going, here. and I went up, went to the got you know grabbed another drink, went to the bathroom, came back, so he's still going. I think he went all the way into like night one of Mania. He might have, but yeah, it was well worth it. It was, you know, it was good. Um, I do have a signed uh, Jack's Classic Superstars, uh, one of three thousand, uh, Hibbley Jim. Nice. So, uh, random. This is very random. After the fire, <laughs> my dad was talking to his neighbor, and. Uh, about how, you know, I'd lost all my stuff and, you know, I had all these collectibles down there and I said, what kind of collectibles? And I said, oh, he's a big wrestling fan. He had all this wrestling stuff down there. And his neighbor uh, goes, well, you know, I went to high school and, you know, I'm friends with Hibbley Jim. And so they called up Hibbley Jim and he sent a little Hibbley Jim postcard <laughs> autographed and uh, that Jack's Classic Superstar, one of 3,000 to me. So That's I have so from, cool. my, from my dad, uh, a, you know, signed Hibbley Jim. And like, I think I brought it up on, I don't know if I brought it up on MWO or, or what, but um, Hibbley Jim in the 80s, uh, and if you were from Kentucky, he was it. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not a lot of famous people in general from Kentucky. Uh, I mean, we claim Abraham Lincoln, but. Like does you know every state I think has who the hell did <laughs> he ever beat though every state in the union at that time I think has some kind of claim to to Lincoln too but but you know he lived here how at many, some point so. how many five star matches did that scrub have not a lot you know uh, he beat George Hackenschmidt you know I mean he was the first NWA world champion I think allegedly allegedly yeah um so you know <laughs> but everybody knew. Especially if you're from Eastern Kentucky, you knew a hillbilly gym. I mean, like that was my uncle's. You know, overalls, big bushy beard. Uh, you know, that was. I mean, everybody knew a hillbilly gym. So, 
uh, I had that LJN. I had four LJNs, and he was one of them, of course. So, <laughs> you know, you always had that kind of connection to him stuff growing up, you know, just because he's like, well, I kind of know that guy. Uh, so to have that, you know, I had it on display when we first moved back into the house. Um, and then it got moved to a box as I tried to rearrange stuff. And that needs to be out. That needs to get hung up. It definitely does. Yeah. So I need the. That needs a, a prominent spot in uh, the I am taking, solitude. I think we mentioned that I'm taking a new job. So it's a 100% uh, remote, you know, work from home. And I will have a week to do nothing but work on my, my home office. Like <laughs> that's the bulk of it is to really like kind of declutter, uh, get everything cleaned up and really make this like a functional work environment. Cause this does need to be, um, I mean, I'm going to have my stuff out, but I also need to have it functional for, you know, for work and stuff too. So I've got to, got to make a few decisions on exactly how that's going to look. Uh, definitely going to rearrange some stuff down here, but uh, that'll be fun to kind of really tackle and go through. Not just to you know rearrange and get the office functional, but uh, go through my shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, really kind of declutter from that, um, and definitely going to make some cuts. And then you know I sent some stuff up to Toy Vomit um, a while back, and I'm probably going to have another another trip. You know, we'll see. But I mean, so yeah, so the other uh, topic that we wanted to touch on, we'll kind of end on this is uh, I called myself the travel accountant because uh, everyone should acknowledge me because I have uh, not invented this, but I'm just going to coin the phrase collectible accounting is what I'm going to call it. You can't see it if you're listening to audio, but my one finger is up. I'm acknowledging. There you go. So. Uh, I started doing this just because, uh, I'm a numbers guy, you know, like that's just kind of, I think once you're an accountant and you kind of start thinking that way, it's hard to get out of it. And, um, you know, as you see a piece, okay, like, uh, Starcast last year. Okay. They had this really cool print, uh, like a painting almost of the four horsemen on the old, uh, you know, TBS set with Tony Schiavone and uh, is it David Crockett? I think. Yeah. And Jim uh, Crockett. No, I think it's, it's his son. Oh, which everyone was the announcer. I think um, Jim Crockett owned it. And I think it's David. I think it was his son. But I, I could be wrong, but um, so anyways, it's the two announcers, you know, Schiavone and, and Crockett uh, and the four horsemen with JJ Dillon. And <laughs> the print's like 20 bucks. Okay. All those guys are there. They're all still alive. And uh, literally, if you walked around that weekend, uh, Flair would have been the hard one to get. But then you could have easily probably have gotten Arn and Tully and Barry and JJ and Shivani and <laughs> and Crockett on there. Easily could have had everybody sign that piece. I was like, that would look really cool. You know, and then you put it in a nice little frame and there you go. Okay. Total for that would have been around $300. I think by the time you got all the signatures and got the print. So you're probably looking a little over $300. Okay. You put that up in a group though. 
or even on eBay or something like that, you're probably not selling that for $300. Now, obviously, the cost was there because you, you know, you paid for it. You know, the cost was what it was. Mm -hmm. But the resale on it, probably not going to be that high. So that's, I don't intend to resell most, you know, hardly any of my stuff. I mean, maybe eventually I might, you know, rarely do something like that. But for the most part, it's not. Um, something I want to do. So if I get something, it's because I personally want it. You know, like my Hogan Funko. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, if I was going for value, I would have got the NWO Chase Hogan and had that signed. But this is just a common Funko Pop. I mean, it was like 15 bucks, you know. But that's the one that I wanted is him ripping the shirt, you know, and signed in yellow. So to me, that's priceless. Right. Um, could I even, I don't even know if I could sell it for, you know, technically hundred bucks for the auto. Um, you know, that'd be even a hard sell, I think for the auto grant, you know, on that, if I were to resell it. So, so, <clears throat> you know, collectible accounting is just something that I always take into, um, keep in mind when I'm looking at stuff or I'm thinking about having things done. Um, you know, like at the convention that I was going to try to go to last weekend before that fell through, uh, Newman from Seinfeld, <coughs> his Funko Pop was like ten bucks. Uh, but then the premium item cost was seventy for an autograph on it, so you're eighty bucks into it. Is that worth eighty dollars? A Newman signed Funko Pop? I don't know. It seems high. Um, okay, here's a prime example. <laughs> uh, Kevin Nash, the Diesel Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's like a ten, fifteen dollar Funko Pop. Okay, pretty cheap. Kevin Nash, premium item, eighty bucks for an auto. So you're ninety five dollars invested in this thing at that point. Look in the groups, and all day long you see them for sixty. All day long. Now for me. Personally, if I'm getting these anything signed, it's because I want the experience of being the guy and having him sign it. Right. Like, I don't really care about the auto. That's not the point. It's more about meeting somebody. Like, I've got these the uh, Cactus Jack and Mankind and Dude Love, and I really want them signed, but I want to meet Foley and have him sign them. Yeah. I want a flare. <laughs> I've got a flare over there. I want that signed. I want to meet Flair and sign it, you know. So, <coughs> excuse me. You know, I've got my two Sergeant Slaughters. That was really cool for Sarge to do it and meet him. You know, so it's not about just having those in my collection. Um, you know, because if it was, I'd just go, you know, I'd save money and go do the diesel, you know, hands down, right? Easy. Mm-hmm. So that's my my thing is when you're when you're looking at pieces um for your you know it if you're a hundred percent going to keep it forever who cares you know be responsible for with your costs obviously you know don't just you know <clears throat> if it's a hundred dollars don't throw 500 at it right you know still be try to be smart about it but uh you know also though like if your intention is to resell though you know, be wary of that because it's very easy to 
uh, overpay and then you're taking a loss on it. And uh, you don't want to be like the guy who just lost 40 grand on a card for PSA. So, you know, oh. and, and <laughs> we can finish on that note. <laughs> Sad yeah. news, everybody. So I started following um, a lot of card accounts on Twitter. And it's, you know, usually they post like the stupid, like, uh, you know, one-to-one, triple logo, uh, auto, you know, NBA cards and stuff that are worth, you know, like a million dollars. I mean, so it's more like those are cool. I have zero intention of ever owning those, zero desire to ever own one of those. I just think it's kind of cool to see them and kind of hear those stories. And uh, one of them posted this. Apparently it got posted in like some Facebook group. Uh, and that's where the guy, the story came out and then where people figured out what really happened and stuff. So the story goes, the guy bought this uh, Patrick Mahomes card. He paid $45,000 for it. Okay. Gosh. Jim meant 10. Jim meant 10. Perfect. Autographed. And so he paid 45 for it. He thinks, you know what? I think that auto is a, the Jim Mint 10 too. So if it has Jim Mint 10 card, Jim Mint 10 auto, that raises the value on it. Okay. So he's already paid 45 for it. He thinks he can raise the value on it, make more. Sends it in a PSA. They look at it. They grade the auto a nine. Okay. So that automatically kind of lowers the value on it, actually, even though no difference really. But because the auto was graded as lesser, now it's less worse or it's l- worth less than is 45 that he paid for it because of that nine on there. Okay. So then he's like, okay, they need to take it off the nine and put it in a new slab that says just Jim Mint 10. That's all he wants. Regrade it as a 10 and that's it. No auto. Um, so he sends it back into them. Now to crack, when they put it into a slab, it is airtight. It is never meant to be opened. That is sealed in that condition permanently. Okay. And when you crack them open, it is not an exact science. You're using like wire cutters and prying it open. Uh, there is, if you are not like super careful, there is so much room for error. And one little nick will take that card from a Gem Mint 10 to a, a 9 or less. And that is thousands upon thousands of dollars you've lost. Okay. So the guy's already had this done once to, to get the autograph graded. Okay. He wants it done again to take the auto off. So he sends it into them. Uh, they're opening it up. They ding the card, regrade it. It goes from a 10 to an 8. And that is a huge drop in value. Huge drop. I don't want to say it's worthless, but. Uh, Pretty much it is, <laughs> you know. Definitely not worth as much as the tip. <laughs> no. So uh, rightfully so, and he says, you're going to pay me for the cost of the card. This is where, though, at that point, you're on this guy's side, right? I mean, yes, he, he got greedy submitting it to this like three times now. Um, but at the same point, they ruined his card. They should pay him for it. 100%, I think they should pay him the $45,000 that card's worth because it's worthless now. Or the difference, you know, between the current value that he could sell it for and the forty-five, they need to pay that difference. That's my original thought. But then, upon some snooping or further out into that uh, Facebook post, it came out 
the re because everybody was trying to figure out where'd you get the five thousand for? You know, that where is it worth five five grand? Now where did that come from? So what he did was on the submission form, <laughs> you have to put in a value of your card. So that way in case an accident happens and they ruin it, they can pay you the value of the card that you've claimed on the form. Now it's kind of like an insurance policy, essentially, that you're putting on your card. Um, so the higher the value of the card that you're claiming, the higher that price tag is. Makes sense, right? Right. So <laughs> he put down five grand because the difference between five grand and 45 coverage is about 50 bucks. So he saved about 50 bucks by, you know, like we've all done that before. <laughs> You send something overseas and you're like, how much is it worth? Five bucks. Because you're trying to save them on custom fees. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to be cheap and put down five instead of 45. He saved 50 bucks. But then when they go to pay him for it, what do they want to pay? Not the 45 that it was actually worth. They're going to pay what's on that form, which is $5,000. So because he lied on the form to save $50, he cost himself $40,000 in one of the more boneheaded mistakes because he he also <laughs> he got greedy by trying to get the 10 auto. He got greedy by trying to get the 9 off there. And then he really just like messed up and <laughs> I mean at some point like dude yeah You've got so much money that you were able to afford. Uh, I mean, unless your name is Bezos, you know, that's still got to be a pretty big hit, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's one that a uh, story that came out. <laughs> and man, like I said, I, I went from being like, man, this guy got screwed to being like, this guy's a dumbass, you know? <laughs> like, so, yeah, but. Collectible accounting, man. Think about it, you know, and you don't have to think about it like I do, where you know I'm like, oh, you know this, and I said I'm, I, I don't even think about it maybe in terms of, you know, resale value, because like I said, I have zero intention of buying something to flip it. I mean, it's not, right. I don't want to deal with the hassle. Uh, I'd rather give shit away than, <laughs> which I've done plenty of times, um, than deal with the hassle of you know buying and selling stuff right but it's just something that you know especially as you go to conventions and stuff like that and you're going to drop a lot of money on stuff you know think about it before you do it because sometimes it's like the worth is just unless you're doing it for the experience and the experience has an added value to it too you know but um you know sometimes that just the dollars don't make sense you know what i'm saying yeah juice gotta be worth the squeeze Juice makes sugar. Juice makes sugar. So, you know. Uh, outside of that, man, we next week we'll have uh, we can go over some you know Sandio Comic Con news and kind of. I'm looking pick forward out to what that. We're most excited there. Um, Mattel's got their thing coming up. We're recording Tuesday night, uh, so Thursday. That's going to drop. Uh, who knows what they'll have? Jazzwares will probably put out maybe a few things. Um, hopefully, I don't know. I don't remember if they did any last year for San Diego or not. This is where Jazzwares unveils that new Macho Man figure and <laughs> world implodes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, Major Pod has a video going up, I think Thursday. I think Thursday, I think it's when it said. Um, and it is going to be a lot of announcements as far as Big Rubber Guys and Major Bendies. And then there are exclusives going up for pre-order on Friday. So, um, I don't know what it is. I, I hope, <laughs> I hope that it's a savage entry into the collection. You know, uh, if you get one, uh, get one saying, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe that's, yeah. I know they said they have tried in the past to do it and they, they got shot down. Uh, but now obviously since it's re <laughs> it's reopened, apparently, um, hopefully they were able to slide in there. And we do know that uh, a little while ago, you know, Macho Man was supposed to be in Bendham's Series 1 and got cut when he went to WCW. Uh, but those uh, designs, you know, those are in the possession of Matt Cardona. So, I would love... <laughs> okay, I will love it and I will hate it at the same time. Allow me to explain. Love it because obviously I, I love the style of figure. Macho would look perfect over here. He's going to be uh, colorful. He's going to be toyetic as all hell. Uh, it's going to be an amazing figure to add to the, the Bendy's collection. Um, but also, <laughs> if we just got four fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggins. Oh, yeah. How many goddamn Macho Mans are we going to get? Macho Man would be infinite, man. And the so, amount of attires they could do. Yeah, so that's the reason. Like On one hand, I'm like, yes, bring me Macho. On the other hand, I'm like, oh, I fear what we're getting ourselves into. So, and as a completist, I would have to fucking buy them all. So, um, you know, like, where are they? There they are. Okay. I've got all the Macho Man lined up here, too. Mm -hmm. Um, All for the Macro Brawlers. How many is there? One, seven, eight, nine. There are nine that I count off the top of my head right here. Um, so we've got nine Macro, macro Brawlers. <laughs> which to show you how often I actually look over there and like really look at my display and stuff. I was talking to my brother about it this morning. He's like, man, he's like, that's out. You know, I was like, yeah, I was like, I hope we get a Bendy of machos. Like, that'd be cool. I was like, maybe some micro brawlers. And he's like, didn't you get micro brawlers before? It's like, oh yeah, there's like a fuck ton of micro brawlers. There's a it's ton like, of them. I completely forgot about it. Uh, but yeah, there are a lot of macho men already. So, so um, my fear is that we will get um, a ton of the bendy macho men as well, but who knows? Um, Time we'll will see. tell. Yeah. So we'll see what happens this weekend and stuff. Uh, but Muhammad Ali dropping on Friday. Go pick that up. Uh, RVD and Brock Lesnar go up for pre-order tomorrow on Walmart. Uh, if you're brave enough. or Yeah, if you're brave enough. I, I I don't want to say stupid enough because I know people are not doing it, you know, to be dumb. But um, I don't recall Walmart fulfilling like any of these, uh, so I'm will not be doing that. I will just wait until it shows up and then uh, you know track it down or uh, do go to secondary market. That's the yeah. You know, I try for my rule is when you see them start hitting, try for a week to two weeks, and then if you don't do it, yeah, okay, not meant to be. You know, and you're probably not getting it at that point. So, right. You know, or I mean, 
not getting it at your Walmart. So you need to go hunt it down on uh, eBay or, you know, Facebook group or whatever. So that's my rule of thumb, which I'm currently employing with my uh, uh, Ultimate Eddie and Ultimate Ray Jr. So, yep. I have been to two Walmarts like every day for the past <laughs> week and a half. Trying to track down those damn things and I can't find. Them. I keep looking and I keep striking out. Yeah, so we're on the verge of just being like, ah, fuck it. But really want that Ray Junior. Uh, really want that Eddie. Ray Junior is. Um, I'm doing Lucha House Party with him and Penta and Ray Phoenix, so <laughs> uh, that'll just be fun. I think. Yeah, that's the thing, man. This Legends Fed is just like. I'm having fun. I'm kind of making it whatever it is, you know, so to each their own. Yeah. It's not quite well, on wrestling, but it's, you know, that's, uh, that's what the fig fed's supposed to be, man. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. So, all right. Well, it's late. Um, I've got to go into my second to last day of work tomorrow. So, you know, Ooh. what are they going to do? Fire me? <laughs> I don't care. I'm about to quit. Yeah. I really don't care anymore. So, well, let's see, you know, I hate to go out like that, but it's what it is. So, anyways, wishing for, the best in their future endeavors. Now, we'll get ready to. For Dylan Housen, I'm Jerry Damon, just saying, take care of yourself and each other. And that's not it either. Like, I don't one know what days, it is. I just know when I find One of these days, you're going to get it right. Days. All right. See y'all.